Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Leadership Class, Word Explosion Edition. Let me just see your greetings this morning. I see all the houses tuned in, all the families tuned in, the wealth family, Inspire family, the Power Base Institute, Connect family, Pulse family, Elite Prosperity, all the families that are tuned in, good morning to you this morning. Can I see the fam Life family? Can I see the Life family? I see all the families tuned in this morning. I want to welcome you to another installment of Leadership Class. And of course, as a Word Explosion edition, we'll also have Pastor Toby on the platform as well. Good morning, Pastor Chris. I see you, all the leaders, all the pastors from all the different families across this nation. I see you all. Good morning. Good morning. First of all, I just want to say that we've had an awesome word explosion up until now. Yeah. Just want to thank God for the word that we're hearing. I want to let you know that I'm at the Gold House with all the leaders in this nation, all the decorated leaders of this nation, from our Pastor Lucy of the HQ, <laughs> Senior Pastor, Pastor Dami Power Base Institute, Pastor Toby Jr. of the Wealth Family. Congratulations to your family, sir, for the Life Family, Pastor Ndidi of the Life Family. And she's got so many fans, man. I've never seen Ndidi in that light ever in my life. Met Pastor Ndidi in Lancaster House, very peaceful, quiet soul, you know? And then when I saw her doing the dance on set, I said, there's something about once you're just anointed as family head. Every, every part of your DNA just changed. It's like, you already, you're a word master, you're a PT form. I was like, whoa. I saw my wife, Pastor Emma, going mad. I said, did you and Pastor did you used to have a relationship? I, I didn't know you guys are close like this. And she was like, yeah. Not the you know, for people like me and Pastor Sam, there's a Jamaican button on our wife. Yeah. If it's on, they're in Jamaican mode. Just join them. Don't fight them. Or her. So she's doing a meet her. <laughs> I love this nation. The way we support each other is unrivaled. Unrivaled. Congratulations, sir. I'm here with Pastor Nikki of the Elite Prosperity family and the Freedom Church. And you know how Freedom Church was last Sunday. Absolutely phenomenal, the word from Pastor Nikki. Um, Pastor Shadi of the Number Nine family. And I've stopped calling her Pastor Shadi. I just call her Number Nine. And she's accepted it. Number Nine is the striker, do you understand? Goal scorer. I think one of the things that um, I was really excited about was when Pastor Sam showed me um, Pastor Sharia rumbling in her camp. And I realized that, you know, once, once you're a family head, 
and you have that responsibility. I think responsibility on the right person changes a lot of things for them. Then you start doing the things that you thought you couldn't do. Or you put yourself in positions that you thought you were too shy to be in. I saw her rumbling and raising etc. amount of money. And I said, whoa. Pastor Shadda, they used to put me and P. Sam in line in Lancaster House. And we run around and causing trouble. She's the one that says, no, no, guys, it's time to do work now. Um, any other family head I'm missing out? Pastor Kevin of the Inspire family. Yes. So you see how powerful my platform is now, guys. Every word explosion, you know, all the leaders are here. I'm, I'm growing in the senior pastor rank, so thank you. Uh, Pastor Dami, thank you, sir. So, anyway, so today's edition I've titled as um, Spiritual Things, um, Championship Mindsets. And um, that's very simply because as I was searching for what the, um, the title of this leadership class would be, when PT started speaking on Wednesday, I believe, at the House of Capital, and started speaking about the importance of the word and what the word has pushed us into doing, I realized that our results actually came or come from the way we hear the word or the word that we hear, the word that we're privileged to hear. And so it's that word that's given results. It's that word that pushes you beyond your um, flaws or the things you may have failed in doing in the past. So the word is actually the key component to producing global results. Then I took my time to look at those who are called great and successful in the world. And I noticed that most of it is down to mindset. So when you're looking at those in the world that have achieved some set of results, it's just because their mind is different from the group that they were amongst. Even if they were athletes or even if they were businessmen, I must say, if you're a sportsman, your most important attributes, depending on what sports you play, if it's basketball, is your hands, even though your legs are needed, but your hands play a major role. And if it's football, even though your hands are needed, it's your feet. And if you're a business person, because I'll put business in a, in a sports category, because it's competitive. Anything that's competitive, you can put it in the category of a sport. If you're a business person or if you're a leader, it's your mind. So you do well the same way um, athletes do well to train the part of their body that they use to compete. As a business person or as a leader, you do well to train your mind. And that's the reason why I said, if we have this word, then we have a PT, a personal trainer. So, um, pun not intended, but intended at the same time. You're going to need a trainer to make sure that you're constantly sharp. Because every day is a competition. Of course, this is leadership class, so it's a very relaxed session. And you can take notes if you need to take your notes. But I'm waking up on Monday morning and I'm asking myself, how do I achieve results today, this morning? 
I'm not thinking about the result of Tuesday. I want to know what I can achieve today. I've found myself in a, in a form and a mode where I wake up, I'm straight in my office, and I realize what works well for me is to have people around me. So I say in the morning, get all the bodies in the room. And it doesn't matter if they have no part to play that day, but as far as my mind feels that I need that shape, I need the shape of that person that they, they should be in my office by 9 a.m., latest 11. Now, I realize this because I'm taking time to pay attention to my mind. And I realize that with the mind, what happens is the more you win, the more you grow in confidence. I realize that confidence feeds off of previous results. It's a bit difficult to pull yourself up from a failure. I'm not saying that it's wrong to fail, but it's, it's a bit challenging. So don't, don't feel bad if you failed in something and then you're struggling to do it again. It's actually a normal reaction to, to be afraid to challenge something or do something that you failed in, in the past. So what I do is I get all these people in one room and I realize that the more they're winning in something, it gives me a feeling of progress. And it makes me feel like we can't stop now. We have to continue. Now, I don't want us to remove this away from the word format because it's still the word format. So I looked at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Maybe you can mark that down as the first scripture of this um, session before PT comes on. If you read that for me in the NIV. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Yeah. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Thank you. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. So stop right there. He said, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. What does this remind you of? A stadium. So life is not just you on your own. Actually... Life is carried out in the stadium of life. Those that depart don't disappear. They become spectators. They become the great cloud of witnesses. They go to take a seat after competing with their medals in hand. They go and take a seat and they're told. They're told about those who are competing in their field and they go and watch them. So I'll let you know that there are people watching you that have attempted what you're doing now. There are, there are witnesses that watch you because you're, you're, you're competing. You're, you're taking on a challenge that they want to con. And if it's a competition and if it's being done in a stadium, then there are previous results. There are like we set here world records and records to break. So don't ever wake up feeling like you have nothing to beat or no targets to meet. There are already targets that were set before you in what you were doing. 
If you wake up in the morning and you can see your life as a competition and understand that in what you're doing, there's already been previous results. If you get yourself in the mind frame of competition, of an athlete, you will approach your day more different or differently. Things that come against you that look like resistance will now be a joy because you know it's a competition. You know that the resistance is playing its part. You know, you see things differently when you realize that resistance is just doing his own job. It's not emotional. You know that whatever problem you're facing on that Monday, you know that that problem actually prepared for you on Monday. So I said something to the guys. Our week tends, seems to have a pattern. I don't know if you've taken the time to notice, but maybe after this you take a time to notice. Monday is so difficult. Maybe that's why the world says, oh, Monday, and you don't want to wake up on Monday. Hey, guys, I call up. Monday is so difficult. The issues that were not the week, that were not there last week, Friday, I don't know how they appear on Monday morning. I swear, bro, I'm telling you. So we ended Friday saying, yeah, the pattern is ready. Yeah, the pattern is ready. And then Monday, bam, the man who said he was ready on Friday has told us, uh, see, um, there's a problem here. And I'm like, no, you can't do this. You said you were ready last week, Friday. We're sending now. Monday always comes with something. But I noticed that if you're persistent enough, by the time you get into Wednesday, the resistance starts to break up. And there's this feeling of a broken ground. By the time you get to Thursday, you can envisage the win. I'm telling you this. I, just take some time to look into this though, if you've not. And Friday is always a celebration. Now, this is if you paid attention to remain competitive throughout you're not allowed to experience this if somewhere through the week you, you cool down. Monday's resistance is a, is, a, is a green screen. It's fake. It's not real. He wants to test your resolve to see how far you're going to go. The, the Friday solution is there and waiting. Monday comes to tell you that no, I don't think you're prepared for this thing you want to do. He says, so therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. I love this scripture because it doesn't say the sin of fornication. It lets you know that whatever entangles you from competing every week is a sin. So guess what? If you have your favorite show that you watch every Monday evening, if you've not been competitive throughout the week, you're not that that show that Monday is a sin. It's holding you back from pushing one more hour. Oh my days. Have you ever have you ever well you is nation family. So you would have spoken to investors. 
You would have spoken to someone that you've owed money. They, listen, nobody has the energy to keep up the same energy for seven days. So don't be afraid. I'm telling you from experience. You can shout oh, on Monday. Hmm. But I'm telling you, if you're bold and brave enough to keep on picking up your phone, by Thursday, Wednesday, he just says, listen, okay. Send it when you want to. <laughs> just do your thing. I'm telling you. So I started clocking what it takes to win. Just remaining in the stadium. Don't, don't ever back out. Believe me, sir. No one has that energy. Unless you're a demon. And I've, never, I've not met the person with that kind of energy yet. Throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. There is a buildup of everything. What brings Boston Diddy to be a family head is a buildup of many things. Constantly being around and being involved in the fights of nation family, in the fights of the COD family, wealth family. Nothing just presents itself. No prize just presents itself. But I noticed that there are people who actually want to be involved in winning. They like the euphoria of winning. But they don't want to go through Monday. So don't fight those guys though. The problem though with them is they will not be great. <laughs> they won't be great. Even though they can partake of your win. I noticed that as a leader, it's not everybody I should be upset with. Learn to differentiate your cheerleaders from those who compete with you. It's not everybody that will compete with you and fight with you at the front line. Some people are there to cheer. They want to also carry the trophy with you. Allow them to carry the trophy and allow them to disappear on Monday and allow them to appear on Friday. <laughs> so throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. One of the sin that entangles is not picking up your phone. Sometimes your phone is ringing and you know that call is the call you've been dreading to pick up. Because you know you've not come through on something. But I'm telling you, if you can pick up that phone consistently enough, there's always something, even in the midst of what looks like a bad situation, it's just called Monday. Forget the day of the week, it's just called Monday. It's resistance. So throw off that sin, whatever you may call it in your week. And I'm, of course, it's leadership class, so that's why I'm speaking very practically. That in the past week, it may have been the picking up of my phone. In the week before, a sin that easily entangles could have been your, your love to dress comfortably. And that dressing comfortably has made you go to a meeting that you should have gone looking proper. You've gone there wearing slippers. <laughs> Changes the person's perspective of you. 
As a leader, I know that sometimes I may see someone and just by the way they look, I may say, no, I don't think this person can do this thing. <laughs> and that's just me. So imagine now the stadium. Imagine the stadium. Imagine the great cloud of witnesses that have competed in what it is that you're competing in now. So Paul says, and let us run with perseverance. Now that word perseverance is what I'm speaking about. It's the perseverance to see through. And it is only the word, like PT started on Wednesday, the word capacity. Go to Genesis for me. I know you want to complete, but go to Genesis for me. It is this perseverance that allows you to run the race marked out for you with the prize and allows you to see out seeming resistance points during your week to get the prize. If you're building a system, you know that there's going to be resistance. If you're building your career, you know that there's going to be resistance. If you're following your leader, you know that there's going to be resistance, but there is a perseverance that allows you to carry on through. Your leader is not going to have a candy attitude. Candy as in a sweet attitude towards you throughout the entire time of leadership. At times, they may become annoying to you. Because they've spotted something in you that needs to be driven out. Now, if you have the perseverance to keep on following and still be met in your position, you know, sometimes you miss out on the prize. Why? You pulled yourself away from the um, spotlight of leadership because leadership became painful. Following became painful. It was no longer fun. Maybe you're having fun because Pastor Nikki is going shopping and you're having fun because Pastor Sam is making you take pictures of him after the service. But at a time, they then turn their attention on you to say, what's going on in your life in this place, this place, this place? Then it's not, it's not sweet anymore. But do you have the perseverance to make it past that bend in the race? Do you have the perseverance to see through that point in the race of followership? Of business? The point when you're making a system and to make a system, a system has to be stress tested. If you've ever heard of the word stress testing, Pastor Dami as an engineer. So to stress test means that you run a test through something with a minimal expectation because you don't want to break down the system. Yes, we can make a 100K per day in the system we're building, but let's first make 500 pounds and don't look down on 500 pounds. Creating the system, putting it in place, seeing it through. You know, sometimes I watch people who want to build a system and the the problem of Monday comes and they've made their 500 pounds, then they're arguing on splits and cuts. Before you've even put your system in place, <laughs> the 500 pounds comes and you look at it and you say, <laughs> part of the reason they do that is they're thinking of seeds sometimes. They're thinking, if my leader tells me, if I bring 500 pounds to my leader, he will laugh at me. No, it's not true. If you're building system, your, system, your leader will know. And sometimes it's immaturity to not be able to see far in the race. Sometimes you don't know that in the race, 
the oh, what's the point? The, the the starting point, the starting line, the way you the form, how you run at the start, it's not the same as the form you run in the middle. Neither is it how you finish. And I'm just taking my time to get to what Petey's been speaking about on form. Runners have a form. But before we get there, how I start the race is not the same as how I end the race. So when I'm building my system on Monday morning, and my system has been patterned out, and on Friday, we complete the stress testing of my system. And I've made 500 pounds. So I told Pastor Niona, go and buy me a whiteboard. I bought a whiteboard. Maybe you want to do that as well. I bought a whiteboard. And black ink, like a teacher on writing. I like it. It gives me a feeling that you're really working like me. You know like when you feel like Einstein. Like, and sometimes I just write there even there's not nothing to write. Just be putting marks there. Because it's like we're doing something here. I'm, I'm working out an equation. I put my numbers and after writing the numbers, I remember we put the um, prophet at the end of the week and Rose looked at me like and said, so this is going to be very long though. <laughs> I said, calm down, Rose. Calm down. Don't worry. We're just stress testing. Now, if we can stress test for a few more days, we'll increase the pressure on this system. You know, when you're building a bridge, it's the same thing. You needed to be able to carry the pressure of a billion cars going through. So I'm just saying that in order for you to have a championship mindset from spiritual things, spiritual things being the word of God. And PT made it very clear. So read the Genesis for me now. Genesis chapter 1, uh -huh. verse 1. Yes. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning. God created, yes sir, oh, it's, it's serious. Do you want to join me? And do <laughs> This leadership class, there's no protocol like that. You can actually join me, sir. No? All right. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Uh-huh. Now the earth was formless and empty. Look at this. Now the earth was formless and empty. What else was there? Darkness was over the surface of the deep. This is Monday morning. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. Now, if God in the making of his system first encounters it like this, how much more confidence should you have in becoming a trillionaire tomorrow? It's just the case of starting. So, the only thing that stops you from being great is starting. Now, the earth was formless, formless, no form, no form, empty. And dark. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And then what happened? And the Spirit of God was hovering over the He's waters. hovering over the waters. And remember what Petey was speaking about, the Spirit. He that gives detail to what is formless. Giving the details. But the Spirit of God needs a form before it can give detail. So the issue here is God has all this detail, but he has no form to put it into. You have all these ideas on Monday. You're going to be an explosive entrepreneur. You're going to be 
an explosive athlete. Isn't that how you start Monday? We're going to make one million this will help, bro. Trust me. Yeah, we're all the same, bro. This is not it. No. I've written on my board. Hmm. So if we times this by 20. This is one million a day. Wow. Then if you're PK, you start shaking your leg like this. <laughs> That's PK. PK does this when he's happy. Just watch him. When he's happy about something, you see him do. Oh. Uh-huh. So just be watching him. Don't worry. If you doubt me, watch him. You get excited and you see the number at the end. And I swear, that number feels like it's right there. Until you now start your system. <laughs> Until you now start your system. Then you come out with like 100 pounds and you're thinking, hmm, this is not what... <laughs> This is not what we planned. And Pastor Ray stopped me on the way. He said, oh, sir, I'm putting something together. I'm shipping something, shipping. I'm hearing all this thing. <laughs> so in my head, the way, the way we're built in leadership is just, what's the number? What's the guy, all this thing, I said, what's the number? He said, so the first money is like, I, I won't embarrass. I just, he said a number. I just continue walking to my office. Where? <laughs> When you have a number that can stop me, don't then stop me. Like I told you guys, my walk from my room to my office, you see that walk, that 20-second walk, the powerful walk in this house. You dare not interrupt that walk unless you have something really worth interrupting. The other day, Jaden was, I can feel him walking behind me. So I'm planning for the insult in my head. I'm just calculating which insult do you start from his father's house. You know, like a computer. I'm looking for the right one. Then I've, I've clocked the insult for him. So I've, uh, before I've gotten to the office, I stop. I look back. You're still here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah um, so at that moment, he knows. Damn, okay. This is it. This is my moment of truth. I've gotten him. Talking, 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 talking. But in my head, you... When you stop a leader, you have 10 seconds. I'm telling you. So don't feel bad if your leader is not listening to you. You've not said the key words. There's key words. Once you bang those key words, boom, 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 in 10 seconds, they'll say, okay, come, come to my office now. <laughs> well, if you, don't, if you don't slam those words, and I won't tell you the words because now you people start abusing it. If you don't slam, it's like PT. As much as... We're sons, and you can message PT, you read, he's not responded. Then you know, aha, uh-huh. you message the next one and say, okay, yeah. <laughs> so, so, what about the last message? No, don't ask that one. <laughs> anyway, moving on from there. It says, here now the earth was formless and empty, darkness all over it. Uh huh, go on. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Yes. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. God said, let there be light, and there was light. Now go to John chapter 1, because the man of God was showing us something. I John chapter to... 1, verse 1. Yes. In the beginning was the Word. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. Uh-huh. And the Word was God. The Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Yes. Through Him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. Through him, all things were made. Now, I want to really focus on the verse 3. Of through him, 
all things being made and nothing was made that, that, that nothing was made that has not been made. Did I say that right? Without him, nothing was made that has been made. Uh-huh, yeah. So the word himself was waiting for God in the formlessness of this world. The word was waiting for God in the darkness of this world to help God put a form. To help God put things into shape. And if you doubt what I'm saying, go to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 so you can see how God started to then frame. Hmm? Now faith is confidence uh-huh. in what we hope for yes. and assurance about what we do not see. Yes. This is what the ancients were commended for. This is what the ancients were commended from. The cloud of witnesses, those who competed before you. What they used to compete when there was formlessness, what they used to form. This is what the ancients were commended for. Uh-huh. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed. No, we didn't understand up until word explosion. We've been reading it, but we didn't understand till word explosion. That's actually what God meant is formlessness. Complete chaos and disarray. Nothing made sense at all. Nothing worked. Nothing had, was producing the result he expected it to. Even though inside him is the, is the expectation of great things. There was nothing producing such results in the beginning. So it says, by the word we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. That is because he held on to the word. If you want to hold on to the word, then you can see how you begin to shape your life. Uh-huh. That the universe was formed at God's command. So that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. So that what is seen was not made out of what is visible. How? Why? Because the universe was formed at God's command with the word. So at the point where I'm competing in this world, I just need to take on a form. I needed to say to yourself that when Monday presents itself... You need to take on the form that wins. Don't be afraid to compete as far as you have the right form. Before you participate in a race, you're taught how to run. That's a form. You're given the form of a runner or you're taught your stance as a boxer or you're taught how to kick the ball. Everything has a form that produces results. And it is the word that has the form that produces greatness. It is this word that gave us the form of man. The form of God. So that's why PT was saying to us that without the word, you cannot produce a result that is better than good without the word. So this world is filled with different kind of results and we realize in this world that they want us to produce good results what is good results good results is go to school and graduate hey there are poor medical doctors like we saw in um house of medic ball remember that ball i've i've gisted you about that 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 surgeon that his shoes were fighting each other and he was wearing ankle swingers and you're a surgeon. So it means nothing to 
have 20 billion degrees behind your name, like PT was saying. There's a shape and a form that gives results in this world. And if it is not framed by the word, because it is the word that gives you a championship mindset, the ability to compete even through the difficult time, because you know that there's a prize and there's a cup for those who compete, they will be rewarded. You know that you need to step into the shape of the form of the person that wins. And that is by the word. Without that, you will follow the framing of this world. The framing of this world tells you that if you memorize in secondary school, and we did the memorizing of things. I left school in Nigeria. I can sing my times table, by the way. don't know if anyone here got to school in Africa, Nigeria. Wow, all of you are British um, people. Okay. You get to school, you start singing from times two. Where did you get it, Pastor Ebo? Which number did they give you? Uh, you're singing it, that's why. So you're singing it. Which number did they did you learn till? Ah, that's it. That school is um, no. We had to sing till 22. Uh, you did 15. As in two times, one, two, two, uh, 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 you can even break down so uh, 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 uh. but you're you're foolish, you're stupid. I'm telling you, the people in that country, Nigeria is a peculiar place. They can sing, they can sing their times table from 2 to 15. But this same guy is going to open water from the bag, eat peanut from the bottle, vote for the um, have the wrong leaders. So there's nothing in memorization, memorizing, sorry. At all, isn't it? So what is school? School is just a framework to give you good. That's all. What is the best of the best school um, if you compete in pharmacy? Just to go and work in boots. That's all. It's true now, Eben. It's not true. Those who scored first class, are they leading a house or doing stuff like, no? Are they in a house of medics? No. Damn boots. Damn boots. If you go there for cough syrup tomorrow, you will see your classmate. He's there. <laughs> cough syrup. That's what we call it. <laughs> I remember graduate. No, I didn't graduate. Sorry. What's wrong with me? I didn't graduate. See how the word is taking me to another dimension. The word is here. PT is here. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Different tension in this world. He's still matching the drip to the car. That's levels there. That's two weeks worth of drip with the car. Can your mind of God do that? No. <laughs> I remember leaving um, Obi, which school did we leave again? Kingston Uni. We were together in the class. Imagine, me and Bundles. Bundles was never in class, by the way. But somehow they sent him an email of graduation. I'm suspecting. What? I don't understand, bro. What did you do? No, seriously, they sent him an email saying congratulations on your graduation. And we were in the car together. So this was the pattern. We wake up in the morning, because I was the one who had the car. I'll go, I'll pick up bundles. Then we run around doing many, many silly things. Then we come home. And now running around, they send bundles an email. He said, oh, bro, they sent me an email of graduation. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I he said it to himself, right? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, he met a Eugene at the time. <laughs> 
Because I, if I had such email, I would have shown my parents and said, see, 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 you guys were trying, see, I told you I finished now. <laughs> but the guy that I finished pharmaceutical, I, at least I did the first three years. They gave me my pharmaceutical degree instead of the full M farm. Then I got on the bus one odd day. I don't know why I got on the bus that day, but I think I had to get some form from the student office. This is after graduation. And the bus driver was the guy in my class. Hey. <laughs> so I'm looking at him like, but you finished with like a first though. I don't understand. You know that awkward moment where the bus driver don't want to look at you. He doesn't want to look at you. He's like, mm, yeah, you, your thing has tapped. Go. <laughs> no, I stayed. I waited. I said, ah, um, <laughs> is this not you? I said, yo, bro, what's going on, man? He was, just like, he was like, yeah, yeah there's, there's people, there's people. I was like, oh, okay, okay, we'll catch up, we'll catch up. <laughs> you know, you do this, but you never call. You know? That's when I knew school is, f well, sorry, stay in school, stay in school. Um, I'm not against school. Andre, are you hearing me? Because that's inspired soldier. I'm not against school. I'm just saying, I met PT and changed my world. But if you don't have personal trainer, please, oh, your best chance might be the world form. <laughs> uh, he's driving the bus. Met another young lady that did exceptionally well. She couldn't find a job. And then when I bumped into her, this is when we're in Lancaster House, I bumped into her. And she was in Elephant Castle um, tube station. That's when I knew already, mm -mm, if I meet you here, there could have not been any good news. I said, ah, oh, how are you doing? You okay? I said, yeah. I said, ah, this one you're wearing, transport for London jacket now. <laughs> ah, sister, what's going on? I was just just like, ah, this one you're wearing. Because <laughs> you, you, you did first, you scored first. I'm not against school, by the way, disclaimers. She said, I wasn't able to get a job, so I'm working for TFL. <laughs> so this world is not designed to give you the framework of greatness. It doesn't want to. Like PT said yesterday, it has a space for you. It doesn't lose. It's a system. They have put their form together and you can fit in anywhere. It has no consideration for your dreams. <laughs> has no consideration of your dreams. It just says to you, if you can't make it here, just do this. You will still play a part in our system. But here we are with something that can break us free from the form of mediocrity. It's called the word of God. And I'll begin to round up here. It's called God's word. It's that, that thing that put the world into shape. That gave the form of the first man. That gave us the form that if you're not good, you can be God. What is better than being good is being God. So there are people that transcended beyond good. They're not believers of Jesus Christ by, by, by coming to the altar. They don't have to come to the altar. It's something called the word. It existed before there was altar. It's a mindset of winning. It's a mindset of competition. So you can meet a pastor who doesn't want to compete. Not in the nation family, by the way. 
We were designed and we were made to compete. Pastor Sam, you remember house fellowship days? Pastor Nikki, you remember? House fellowship competition. House fellowship um, mission seed. I've always been a lover of seed. Even from the time of mission seed. If you remember in Paul's, you remember that I'm the one that takes the mission seed myself. Remember I carried a basket around. And I, I, I always like to shake it. And I always warn you guys, no coins here. Or whether there's new people or no new people, I didn't care. I just say, no coins. So at a stage, people just know. When you come to um, P.O.'s thing, you are coming with notes. I don't care which way you got the notes from. If young this then brought notes, I didn't even care where they got it from. Just put the notes inside. Say it's bloody notes. Don't worry, let the blood be there. It's Peter Isha that's going to deal with it, not me. <laughs> Because you're, you're, you're given a framework to compete at all times. And we did not know how this made us and formed us to just be the next blood, like the next genotype of greatness in this world, in this um, nation, in this United Kingdom. Yes. That in the stress testing of PT amongst leaderships, amongst houses, that this work just kept on bringing out points where you can compete. He said, if you're not a family head, you also can be a house leader. I believe person did he was a house leader before family head. So she's not new to com- ground of competition, right? I think if someone becomes family head before becoming house leader, mm, because you must go through the ranks of being competitive, the ranks of waking up on Monday and having a responsibility. Even from Tulsa Hill days, I remember when a time in Tulsa where Pastor Binton says to me, hey, um, we don't even have mattress to sleep, like bedding to sleep. And I'm going back to my mom's house to sleep on the couch. Me too, I don't have anywhere to sleep. But it's made me not be able to sleep that night. I'm saying to myself, how do I raise money so that these guys can have something in their house? I didn't need to have that responsibility. That responsibility was created by the form of the word that we heard. The form of the word that we heard created levels of competition for us. And even if you're not a house leader, then maybe you're a mobilizer in your house. Do you understand? You know, we have our levels. Mobilizer meaning that within the house, you're expected to know what comes through the house financially and you're expected to make sure that there's always finances. That there's always souls. So we did not know that this word was forming us to just be championship mindset orientated people. The same form that God set from the beginning that produces God and not good. But this world gives us a different framework. Don't fall into the framework of this world. That creates opportunity. They call it um, social care. I don't know what they, the word exactly. But you know when government gives back. You know in America, they don't give back like that. Government don't have that much structures of giving back. That's, I think that's why they create world leaders and dreamers like that. Someone just knows that I'm going to bounce this basketball till I make it out the hood. I ain't got no other option. There's no grants. There's no nothing. You're going to catch him in the winter, in the snow, shooting. You're going to catch him in the rain, shooting. Why? Because his mom is struggling to buy bread and milk. 
And he's just decided that I'm going to shoot my way out. I'm going to shoot as in basketball shooting. Because <laughs> anyone can hear you now and mix, <laughs> mix it up. So I, I believe that in this nation, hey, Nancy, how are you? You were invited, though, two weeks ago. I don't know why you didn't come. So blame your, blame your leader because you were invited. So I played my part. So you should have come. Anyway, so this world has frameworks that make you good, mediocre. And before PT comes on, I'm just saying to you that we received a word that kept us at the firing line at all times. Even if it made you uncomfortable, you didn't understand that your discomfort with someone else's results was forming and shaping you. Was making you. So yes, we are brothers. We are sisters. Yes, brothers and sisters. But when we are in this framework of this word, we're always in competition. And at the end of competition, we can join our systems together and create something huge. Do you understand? So I met with Pastor Sam um, Friday night, saying to him, this is how far my system has come. And then he showed me how far his system has come. But it's because on Monday, you're competing. Everyone fighting to make sure that a system is made and built and there's provision in the house. Do you understand what I'm saying? Not dropping the gauntlet when it comes to um, being a leader in this nation. So you have to thank God for the, for the, for the nation and, and for the word of this, in this nation. I think the word that Adam heard is the word of nationalism. Because this, it can't, how did we shape something so quickly? I say this with all humility. It's only been a few years. How did we shape something with, with such speed? In the blink of an eye, how did Pastor Sam transition to be the Pastor Sam you see now or, or Pastor Dami? Meaning that we were hearing something that kept us on the edge at all times. A championship mindset is never at rest. He's an obsessive person. He's never at rest. He can't afford to be relaxed. Don't let people relax you. If you're an on-edge person, remain an on-edge person. It's the championship mindset. Have you ever met your leader? Your leader is always on edge. But that's what allows them... <laughs> you want to join me here? No? No. <laughs> You remember there was a person that in um, Croydon in those times. And Peter said, come on, sir. Come on, sir. <laughs> but she was coming on, coming on till she, till she came out. <laughs> you know, the come was fading, fading. So we started looking around. Where, where are you? Where are you? He's at the back. <laughs> You know, PT says that thing. Once you see someone sitting at the front, then you're moving back, moving back. Ah, what's going on? Then we see you at the background. You tell us, I'm just being humble. It's a lie. You're, you're about, <laughs> you see, you'll be watching service at home. Then from home, you switch off. <laughs> so that competitive championship mindset, I want you to wake up on Monday morning with this mindset, but I want you to carry this mindset with you at all times. It's time for our leadership class session with Pastor Toby, but you're listening to this 
leadership class session this afternoon or this morning as a competitor in this stadium of life. You can't afford to drop the championship mindset. Oh my days, I love the championship mindset. I observe this in my leader. You want to do media. I told you guys this last week. You want to do media. Your media people are with you in the room. You're, you're checking all the detail. Don't be that person that delegates. Mm, I've given it to so, so so to do. That's not a champion. A championship mindset is obsessive. Become annoying. Be annoying. It's fine to be annoying to your people, you know. You're always looking over their work and, ah, this guy has come again. Yeah, yeah, I've come again. It must be done... <laughs> It must be done how I want it done. If we lose, we lose on my terms. If we're building crypto, it's, even if I don't know, we're building the crypto how I want the crypto to be, <laughs> to be built. We're building NFT, we're building the NFT to my taste. Even if the drawing, you say, I said, in this day and age, they don't like the drawing like this. Yeah, I like it. So we're doing it like that. When you have the capability and the capacity to take on the responsibility I have, then I can listen to your suggestions. For now, keep quiet. Just do what I tell you to do. <laughs> oh no, I'm going into that zone. Okay, well, peace said, oh, yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> Until you can wake up and absorb 300 people. Personally, you wake up, how many people are in elite? They're just looking at you. You fumble that morning, everyone's fumbling. And someone wants to come and give you advice. No, no one is looking at you, guy. It's me. <laughs> It's on my terms. I'm the, so I'm, I looked at this championship mindset and they believe they can carry the team. They're not looking at who plays left, left wing or who plays. They believe that you see this game is one on me. It's me. Don't back, they don't back down. They're looking at giving and saying, <laughs> we're giving. People just don't know that. I'm the one that brings the money. You know what I'm saying? They have that, that aura is oozing around them. Have you been around the word mindset of a championship person? When you're around them, you become confident. If you were, if you were shy before, you just become confident. <laughs> when you're around them, you just believe you can do anything and you're indestructible. It is the, the mindset that God met in the beginning of dark, when it was dark. Even God too fair. He said, ah, this place is bad, formlessness. <laughs> but he met the word mindset and he, and he believed. Then he started to talk. Became bold and he said, let there be light. He, he could not talk before. Too shook to see, ah, this is looking bad. This is looking bad. So don't be afraid when you enter into situations that, 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 um, that intimidates you. Just know that there's a mindset you've just not taken on. Walk back out the room. You're allowed to do that. If that helps you, you can act. You can walk out your room. You can walk out the room and go, <sighs> And walk in and go, hey, hey, how's everyone doing? Good? You can do that. There's nothing that's be, be away from your restriction. You don't understand the, let me not sound spooky, but you don't understand the ritual that I do in my bedroom before I come down to make me like that, that I'm walking through the jum, 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 till I get to my office. There's already a ritual. There's certain SoundCloud I listen to, just 10 seconds. Man. I get 10 seconds of that SoundCloud. There's a moment from 15 minutes to one minute. I'm not going to tell you who the sound called. <laughs> no, I'll tell you. It's now nation. Why are you trying to act like you know, bro? 
Listen to PT Now Nation. Oh my days. I have goosebumps already. From 50 minutes to 1 minute 10 or 13. I hear that thing. That's it. Anything can fall. This, I swear, a demon appears to me. I'm like, yeah, what's your name? Sit down. We'll have a meeting now. I want to ask you about all the accounts that were locked in 29. <laughs> Are you ready for the word this afternoon? So I just come to tell you that there's a greater word that we hear in this atmosphere called Nation Family, the championship season word. This is your championship season. It's time for the rings. It's time for the belts. It's time for the trophy. It's your championship season. And if you believe it's your championship season, I want you to pay attention closely from the Wednesday word explosion up until Sunday so that your life can truly be changed. PT said it. This is the moment where many of you are going to switch. A light bulb will switch in your mind. Yes. Yes, that's correct. You know, I was, I was naughty this week, sometime this week. I was naughty. I did my PO thing. Someone annoyed me. I just cut the phone on him. I said, cut the phone. But I, when I said it to my leader, he said, no, this time you're wrong. Now, what does a championship mindset do? A championship mindset don't hear that and start sulking. I said to my leader, oh, he, he got me. So now I'm going to come back even better. So a championship mindset is someone that just spots me. You want to always come up and above. You can't play against them. Because if you beat them at one point, they're, like, uh, they're coming back even fiercer. That's the championship mindset. That's what you're going into the season ready for. Are you ready for that, guys? I see you're ready. You're yes, sirs. I see you're ready. I see everything. I see all the nations tuned in. Thank you very much. This is P.O. Word, um, word Explosion Leadership Class Edition. Get ready for the word from PT. I love you.